60,000 is brought to you in part by RP Funding. RP Funding Inc. is licensed and can offer loans in Alabama, Arkansas, Florida, Kentucky, Louisiana, North Carolina, Ohio, Oklahoma, South Carolina, Tennessee, Texas, Virginia, and West Virginia, and is also licensed by the Mississippi Department of Banking and Consumer Finance and by the Pennsylvania Department of Banking and Securities. Office is located at 500 Wonderly Place, Suite 300, Maitland, Florida, 32751. Telephone 321-397-4420. RP Funding's nationwide mortgage licensing system ID number is 70168, and Robert Palmer's NMLS ID number is 76197. We're saving thousands with Robert Palmer, and you can too. Welcome to the show, everybody. Robert Palmer is the consumer empowering voice explaining all important facets of finance. And I mean finance on our level. We're not talking about Harvard economics here. We're not talking about the World Monetary Fund. No, we're talking about you and me. We're talking about the people that put in a good day's work. I mean, a 40 to 50 hour week, the people who are out there earning the money. But too often times, once we've earned the money, Oh, we get caught up in scams and people are charging us fees that we never expected. And before we know it, we just don't have the money that we think we should. Well, that's where Robert Palmer comes in and the Saving Thousand show that you're listening to right now. And wow, we have got one great lineup for you today. We're going to be talking about auto pay zombies. And I hope that you're not one, but the big companies are going out of their way to make us think that for our convenience, mm-hmm, and to save the planet, we should just have auto pay and not even look at the bill, all right? We'll also talk about the dangers of that debit card that you're carrying right now. Again, convenience, however, it could cause you major problems. We'll talk about the validated pre-approval program as designed by Robert Palmer, because there is a vast difference in the approval letter that many mortgage companies just simply hand you upon the first meeting. And of course, a validated pre-approval. Big, big difference, there's a big void there. So you're gonna to wanna to know what that's all about. And we're going to be talking about home equity. Remember the crash back in 2008? And remember people lost so much value in their homes? Well, have they recovered that value? We're gonna to talk to Robert Palmer about that. But right now, Robert, there's something going on out there, as I mentioned a minute ago, in the name of convenience, that really is a big financial trap. Auto pay and the fancy oh. commercial, everything the financial services industry has put together was built to turn you into a financial zombie who just meanders around and you bump into a fence and you bump go the other way or you hear a noise over there and you just turn and meander that way and, and you're not paying attention to anything. There's no higher reasoning. There's no conscious thinking when it comes to personal finance. Oh, we're going to turn them all into financial zombies and then we're going to take advantage of them, make a whole bunch of money. Well, that stops here and now on the Saving Thousands Radio Network. I'm going to turn you all into financial ninjas. We're going to follow the rules. We're going to make better decisions. We're going to save a bunch of money. More importantly, we are not going to be taken advantage of, and we are going to make a difference because trust me, when they realize this stuff isn't working anymore, they'll stop doing it. It's that simple. How do we fight back and win? We follow the rules. We take back power as consumers, and we force an industry who has been going down a really bad path for probably the last 40 years to reverse course and start putting us first as consumers again. One of the things that came up the other day that I hope we have a chance to discuss on a lengthy basis is a lot of the commercials now come on and they offer you a bottle of some kind of energy pill or diet pill or live better pill. And they say the first 100 capsules are free to the first thousand callers. The problem is they still ask for your credit card, Robert. And then they, the 30 days after you got that first bottle, it shows up on your credit card statement because here comes bottle number two. Here comes bottle number three. And when you try to cancel that, it's almost impossible. You have to cancel on the third day of the fifth week of the fourth moon or something, and you never get it out of your credit. Kind of like that problem you had with that credit card company so many years ago. Yeah, let me tell you, uh, <laughs> convenience is code for we're going to screw you. All right? <laughs> I mean, may maybe I'll make that a rule. Uh, you know, it, no one, honestly, look, they, they don't care about your convenience, all right? But what they know is auto pay, you know, that they, they call those continuity programs, by the way, Rob. I didn't it, know what it, it was called. It, it's a huge, I mean, in the marketing world, it's called continuity programs. I know it, And it, it's a huge way for companies to make money. I mean, the auto bill, the, it's the auto pay with a product attached to it. But uh, anything that, that you think makes your life more convenient, right? Uh, we've talked about uh, online bill pay or on online statements, right? Why do the credit card companies push you so hard toward online statements? They claim 
It's to save the environment. Oh, yes. They claim it's for your own convenience, but in reality, it's to hide a bunch of disclaimers from you that were made a requirement under the CARD Act that was passed a couple years ago, where they have to put in big, bold print how much you're spending in interest and how much faster you could pay that card off if you just sent a couple extra dollars, and that's required to be in big, bold print on the PDF or the downloaded statement. So what are they going to do? They're going to drive you a little snapshot screen on your mobile phone that doesn't have that information in the name of convenience, in the name of the environment. They don't care about the environment. They don't care about your personal convenience. They care about making money off of you. All right, let's not confuse any of this. So uh, this is all about financial zombie. Uh, yeah, give me your credit card and just let me bill you whenever I want. Give me your bank account. And let me draft the payment whenever I want. Car insurance, homeowners insurance, all of these things, because what they know, and, and they test this, how much can we charge them before they realize it and get wise, right? So it, let's, let's bump them five bucks. Let's bump them eight bucks. Let's bump them three bucks. Let's try to figure out how much we can get away with mm -hmm. before somebody wakes up and says, well, this is too expensive. I didn't agree to pay this. Right, but they know with auto pay, you're a financial zombie. You're just out there meandering around looking for the next brain to chew on, and uh, not paying attention to where your money's going. I figured out another thing after we had that discussion the other day. If you simply get it on your your smartphone, you only look it up when you're thinking about it. But you know, if that bill arrives in the mail and you put it in your hot little hands, you're going to probably pay it the right time, the way you've taught them to pay it. But if it's just if it's just somewhere out there in the cloud and you've got to go find it, what about my first Omaha bank account? Yep. Well, when does it do? Well, I haven't thought about that because it's not in my hand. Yeah, it's, I mean, technology has made us lazy. And, and financial services companies, credit card companies, banks have realized that they can capitalize on our laziness, right? I mean, why do people not shop around? Laziness. Mm -hmm. That's it, you know? Or even worse, they think they're shopping around, but they're using websites that are on the take. And, and only showing the the cards or the items that pay them money. You know, like, so so, so how about this? You know, bankrate.com, right? Sure. So it's supposed to be a huge resource where you can find the best mortgage. Well, guess whose mortgage you won't find on there? Mine. You won't find RP Funding's rates on there. You won't find a, a zero closing cost refinance from RP Funding on there. Why? Because I have to pay them a ton of money to be listed there. And I, I can't mm. pay them and give you a great deal. That's right. right? And, and so this whole shopping portal thing, Again, it, it, it's smoke and mirrors. It's to confuse you. It's tricks. And, and so you've got to do it yourself or you've got to do it with a trusted resource, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and this all comes in together. And, and I don't want people to feel like this is hopeless because it's absolutely not. Because shopping around only takes, I mean, and you can call three or four companies and get quotes in 20 or 30 minutes, you know? And you only have to do it once a year, every so often. It's not an everyday thing. It doesn't take that much of our time. But when we are lazy, when we're financial zombies, when we don't pay attention, you know, when, when we don't have time, when we're too busy playing Candy Crunch, Candy Crush, whatever it is, yeah, on our iPhone, know. right? You know, th then we don't do the things we should be doing. And that's what this show is all about. That's what the rules are all about. I want you all to wake up, take the little bit of time that it takes, and do what's right for you. Do what's right for your personal finances and stop being taken advantage of. Stop letting them hide things from you. Stop letting them slow walk you to higher and higher payments and more expensive and more expensive payments. If you're someone who has not changed their car insurance or homeowner's insurance in 10 years, I want you to look at what you were paying then and look at what you're paying now. Yep. And those little yearly increases really add up quickly. And if you go shop around, you can probably save a ton of money. They are probably giving new customers at the same company you use a better deal than they are giving you because they're trying to earn their business where they know you are in full-blown financial zombie mode after 10 years where you don't even look at it. You don't pay attention to it. You don't care. You are now officially the sucker they can charge as much as they want to charge because your brain has rotted and you are a financial zombie. Mm -hmm. Well, as you taught me years and years ago, once they find out that you're shopping, you know, they may call you for the automatic renewal or whatever or write you or say it's time to, to connect. But no, if they know you're shopping, they're going to come back with a better rate. Absolutely. I just went that on the cable route. I told you about that a couple of weeks That's ago. It. You shared your success, Rob. You <laughs> That's know? what it was. So, you know, what Rob did is he called his cable company and he just told him he was considering switch. He told him he was about to shop around. That's and right. they instantly gave you a better deal. They gave me two more tiers of channels yeah. for the same price. There you go. Nothing more. Just based on the threat of shopping around. That's See, right. I'm telling you, businesses know <laughs> that, that when a consumer is going to shop around, they lose all power. Yep. I mean, that, that really, you want to talk about the quickest way to shift all the power 
uh, away from a business and back to yourself as a consumer is use those simple words, I'm going to shop around. You want to make it more powerful, say, I listen to Robert Palmer on the radio, so I'm going to shop around. And this will strike fear in the heart. And for three days, I'm yeah, going to shop and that's around. Right. And then I'll get back to you in three days because I'm following rule one <laughs> and rule three. And I have a right to do it because I have an 800 credit score because I know rule number two. I know my numbers. And I'm not afraid of credit, but I'm not going to abuse it. And I know your tricks, so they're not going to work. And I'm going to go tell my friends and family about it, and I'm going to spread the knowledge, right? This all fits in together so nicely. And this is how we transform ourselves from financial zombies to financial ninjas, all right? And if you want to learn more about all this, if you want to check out past shows, you can do so at savingthousands.com. That's the show website there, savingthousands.com, which producer Dave remind me, I need to update the website now that the iHeart channel is live. The The website still says coming soon on the iHeart channel. Mm-hmm. So you can also listen 24 hours a day on the iHeart radio app, uh, which a lot of the stations we broadcast on are on, but now I have my own station on the iHeart radio app, the Saving Thousands radio network. Uh, actually, it's called the Robert Palmer radio network and Saving Thousands. I forget what... Put in Robert Palmer, it, put in Saving Thousands, it, it's going to come up there on the iHeartRadio you know app. what else, Robert? People are going to be driving places. So let's say they're driving from South Florida to North Florida. They can use your affiliate list and they can find out what stations we're on in different parts of the state. Absolutely. Yeah, we're on most. I love that. We're on a lot of stations on Saturday and Sunday. Everywhere. And, uh, so feel free to tune in. Uh, obviously, you can continue to listen to us here on the station. You're currently listening on every weekday. We are live from 9 to 10 a.m. Uh, we are on, I think we're probably like 40 or 45 stations now it's on the weekend. We need good. to update that on the website as too, uh, as well, Producer Dave. I think the website still says like 27 stations, but I know we are well over 40 at this point. Uh, the Saving Thousands Network is growing. Uh, we are going to turn people into financial ninjas. We're going to end the plague of the financial zombies, uh, and we are going to send a message to the big financial mm-hmm. services company so that uh, people in the cities and towns where they can hear this radio show are not going to be taken advantage of are not going to fall asleep at the wheel anymore, are not going to be financial zombies. We're going to fight back. We're going to use the best credit cards there are. We're going to make smart decisions. We're going to take advantage of, of no interest offers. Uh, we're going to shop around. We're going to do all these things, and we're going to do it as a group. We're going to unite as financial ninjas, and we're going to save money, and we're going to have fun doing it. And if you're just tuning in, we're saving thousands with Robert Palmer. The entire thrust behind this show is to empower you. And I guarantee you this. There's no hidden agenda. Robert Palmer is simply giving back. Robert has had so much success so quickly in the financial industry. And he's a leader in his community. And what he sees bothers him. And what he sees, and we all see here at Saving Thousands, we see a real lack of education when it comes to money. So we go on the radio each and every day. We're on over 80 stations. But not only the radio, we also have SavingThousands.com. And now... I'm glad to introduce to you for the first time, maybe to your radio station, two additional websites. Let's talk about one of them right now. It's called Real Prospector. And this is kind of a very cool site because it deals not only with consumers in real estate, but also people in the real estate industry. A lot of research went into this and a lot of work is being done each and every day at the Saving Thousands headquarters in Maitland, Florida, to make sure that there's interesting articles that pertain to you. Easy to read, fun to read articles that really give you an insight into real estate, home ownership, and more and more and more. One of the things that you'll find as you go to Real Prospector is you'll find the first ever Real Prospector radio show. That's an interview that I had the honor to do with one of the best known real estate people in Central Florida, and that's Joe Jones. Joe and I have a very spirited discussion about what you can expect out of a very good real estate agent and some of the mistakes people make when they're choosing their real estate agent. It's a great show. I hope you'll listen to it. You're going to love it. There's only 30 minutes in the whole show because we also talked to Tony Caruso of Orlando Luxury Pools about having a pool in your backyard. But right now, I want to talk about what you probably got in your back pocket or your purse, and that is a credit card or actually a plastic card that could cause you and cost you a ton. So I'm not going to I'm not going to tell you not to use a debit card. I will tell you that I personally do not carry a debit card. Uh, I went through a lot of hoops with my bank to get them to issue me a good old-fashioned ATM card that cannot be used as a check card. It, it only is an ATM card, only with a PIN number. Uh, and the reason is if if someone steals that credit debit card thing, uh, they can run it without the PIN number and the money comes out of your checking account instantly. And the fraud protections aren't the same. 
right? Now, some banks will offer the fraud protection for extra money, but as far as the federal laws go, on a credit card, your maximum liability is $50, all right, no matter when you report it. Uh, on a debit card, it's $50 if you report it in the first 48 hours, and then it jumps up to $500, and then after that, I think after 60 days, it goes to there is no protection. Uh, but the bigger problem is when somebody steals your debit card and, and that money is now out of your account, what's going to happen? You know, my, my now wife, on one of our first dates, her purse was stolen. Uh, I didn't steal it, you know, thank God. You know, somebody <laughs> stole her purse. And uh, they, you know, they went, and, and within like 30 minutes, they had they had run this thing up at every gas station in Central Florida. Because trust me, they have a plan. Like nobody's just like, oh, there's a purse, let me grab it. Like they've got a plan in place. Like, we're going to snatch this purse, and we're going to hit these 27 gas stations that don't ask for the zip code, or we're going to look and see what the zip code is on our driver's license because we have that too. And so we're going to type that zip code in on the debit card. See, that's the thing. A lot of people think, oh, well, the, the gas stations, they want your credit card zip code now. Well, how many of you have that on your driver's license? Yeah. Your ATM PIN number is not on your driver's license, I hope. If your ATM PIN number is written on your driver's license, please do something about that. <laughs> but, yeah, so they have your zip code right there on your driver's license, and they got your debit card, and they will now go systematically drain your bank account. And in her case, uh, her rent check bounced because of this. Because, you know, she had enough money for her rent, but when they cleaned her oh. out at two or $3,000 uh, in the course of two hours— and now her rent check bounced. What, what are you going to do now? You know, your landlord, you're trying to tell them the story. They just think you're a deadbeat. Yeah, they don't want to hear it. Sure. And you're fighting with the bank to try to get the money put back. It takes about 10 days at minimum to get that money put back in your account. And how many $35 charges are you racking uh, yeah. up on bounced check? Killing you with the overdraft fees. Where if that same scenario had happened and she had not had a debit card, if she only had credit cards, they could have stolen the same $3,000 on the credit card. But the difference is her money was not in, would not have been in jeopardy. Her rent check would not have bounced. There would have been no overdraft fees. You don't have to wait 10 days to get the money put back. You know, you don't owe the credit card payment for about 40 days usually from the charge, depending on when your statement drops and the grace period. So that's plenty of time for you to work this out with the credit card company where with that debit card, the money is gone. And you may not be able to eat, right? I mean, you're calling your parents like, hey, mom, I need to borrow 20 bucks to eat because some idiot stole my check card or debit card and cleaned me out. And the bank's not going to give me my money back for 10 days. And uh, and I can't eat. And I need to eat. So can I come over for dinner, Mom? And she's like, come on over, son. You're always welcome home for dinner. Right? I uh, slept on over to Lakeland and have a free dinner with Mom. Um, but this is, so de debit cards are dangerous. I personally am not a big fan of the debit cards. I do not carry a debit card. I have a good old-fashioned ATM automated teller machine card. It cannot be swiped and signed. It has to be pin numbered. It's got to have my pin number in there, right? And uh, and it's tough to get those because the banks make more money on the the debit card. They like the swiping. Yeah, they get you know they get what one percent, two percent. Yeah, they get these interchange fees. There's all these. It's complicated for them. They get yeah. all these fees and swipe charges, and it's one amount if they swipe another amount for the pin number and whatever. Uh, the other key is you don't you know they the money goes out Im immediately. Oh, right then. So when you use a credit oh. card, the money doesn't actually you don't have to actually pay that for like forty or fifty days, which means there if you are smart, there's ways you can maximize that float on that money. By paying less interest or earning interest in an investment uh, with a debit card, you don't get that. It just comes right out. So uh, rule number 10, we're going to call it debit cards are dangerous. Uh, and so, I, I, again, I think this goes back to uh, don't be afraid of credit. There's absolutely nothing wrong. I think everybody, everyone out there listening should have a credit card. There is no reason to not have a credit card. And now don't go crazy and abuse it and don't think this is free money and you can go run the thing up and whatever. You know, no. Uh, it's 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 got to be treated with respect. You know, the you've got to use it wisely, but you got to have one. I mean, I, I think it's much smarter to carry a credit card and pay it off every month than it is to use a debit card or a check card where you're giving the world direct access to your bank account, which can destroy other parts of your finances. Mm -hmm. Robert, for one, I'm going to visit my bank right after work today, and I'm going to ask them about changing my debit card for a simple ATM card. I bet you I'll sleep a lot better at night and I'll feel a lot better about how things are going. Good advice from Robert Palmer. Think about it long and hard, folks, because you don't want that card falling into the wrong hands. Earlier, I was talking about some of the new services available through Saving Thousands and the Robert Palmer family of companies. Of course, we've got the radio show. We also have SavingThousands.com. I talked a few minutes ago about The Real Prospector, a brand new site being offered and yet there is another new site being offered, and that is called A State of Eyes. Kind of a neat title, huh? Kind of a nifty title, if you will. A State of Eyes, revitalizing real estate for the next generation. I think this is a very important site. You know why? 
a lot of the millennials, when you talk to them about home ownership, and that could be your sons and daughters or grandchildren, or it could be you. A lot of people in that age group are really hesitant. They're reluctant to even look into buying a home because they lived through their early years were spent during the crash. And so a lot of the times they're saying, you know, real estate eh, left kind of a bad taste in my parents' mouth. Well, here's the deal. If you understand real estate, understand the changes that have been made in the mortgage industry, the changes that have been made nationwide, both by our federal government and the industries themselves, you won't be scared of it anymore. You got to be familiar with it. And a really good place to start is savingthousands.com. But right along hand in hand, there's a state of eyes. And you're going to find some really, really fast-paced, interesting, energetic articles there. And here's one. A state of eyes finds the best neighborhoods. Well, there's a whole series of those. And these detail your favorite cities around the country. The first one that I'm looking at right now is Hello, Wisconsin. And then under that, a state of eyes finds the best neighborhoods in Washington, D.C. Below that, we'll visit Boston, Denver, and the list goes on, including Memphis, all you ever wanted to know but didn't know about some of these great cities and their lifestyle. So it's not all, you know, statistics and numbers. It's about life in these great cities. There's also some very, very cool, very easy to understand articles. And so I want you to go to a state of eyes, visit it right now. If you don't know how to spell it, let me give you that. It's E-S-T-A-T-I-V-I-Z-E. E-S-T-A-T-I-V-I-Z-E. Now, Robert, as long as I've known you, it's always been about innovation and helping the consumer. And you really made big strides when you came up with a whole new way of approving people for their mortgages. So I went out and I created this validation team. We made the validation team part of our underwriting department. You know, these are people uh, who sit in our underwriting department, which is the department that makes the decisions on loans. They actually say yes or no. Uh, and so they are looking at the pre-approvals up front to give oversight to the loan officer. And when I did this, I expected it to cost me a lot of money. The beautiful thing that happened is, Rob, because so few of our loans now fall apart after being pre-approved, we are actually more efficient. Because now mm. my processors and closers and funders and underwriters and everybody else aren't wasting their time working on deals that aren't going to close because the loan officer, the sales guy, never should have pre-approved them in the first place. Mm -hmm. We catch those in the validation department and we stop it up front. I'm not wasting all the money getting appraisals and verifications of employment and credit checks and fraud verification tools and IRS tax transcript processing and everything else because all that stuff is not free. I'm not wasting all that money anymore on the borrowers who never really qualified. And it was by a mistake on the salesperson's part. And so since then, we now have one of the highest closing ratios in the industry when you look at uh, pre-approval to actual closing. Uh, and, and we have a second level, which is actually a validated pre-approval, which is where we will fully underwrite your file up front and look at all your documentation. And those have like a 99.7% closing. I think we've had like one guy ever that didn't qualify. Amazing. And it was because the bonehead went out and, and bought two cars, two, not one car, <laughs> two cars bef right before closing. How many times on the show and, have we addressed and that? And didn't think we would find out. We find out, people. We find out, Right. So all of a sudden he bought two cars. If he had just bought the one car, we probably could have made it work. Mm -hmm. I would have given it, I would have like lowered his interest rate. I would have put him on an adjustable rate. I would have done something. We would have made it work. But no, he bought two cars and there was no solution in sight. And so that's why I don't have 100% on my validated <laughs> pre-approvals. So thanks a lot, buddy, you, you know, you for, for messing up my statistics. But anyway, so the, the point to this is when you are buying a home or you are selling a home, you want to make sure that you are not out there shopping on false hope. Mm -hmm. You want to make sure that the pre-approval letter you have is worth something and not even not worth the paper it's written on because that's what happens because we had this. I mean, I'll tell this story. Six years ago, we did not have oversight for our loan officers. We didn't. We let them issue pre-approvals. Mm -hmm. It was industry standard. And we didn't even have like a formal document. Like this was every, every loan officer got a Word document, Microsoft Word. And it had our, <laughs> our letterhead on it. And it said, you know, so-and-so is pre-approved. And it's like, okay, when you pre-approve somebody, delete the loan amount here and type in the new loan amount. I mean, so these guys could theoretically, they could have given somebody a pre-approval letter for $200 million. I mean, it just, there was no oversight. And 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 so legally, that pre-approval letter doesn't bind us to anything. And that's why most mortgage companies take this cavalier, glib attitude, like, who cares? You know, mm -hmm. the, we're not legally bound to the pre-approval letter. We don't care, you know, you don't care that you're bashing somebody's hopes and dreams and giving them all this false hope and wasting all their time to go shop for houses when they don't really qualify. That's crazy to me. Uh, yeah. So so I looked at this. So we actually had a, a loan officer who just completely 
screwed this up. And 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 he is the reason why we have so much oversight in place. And so actually, I want to thank him because had he not screwed this thing up so badly back then, mm-hmm. I would not have gone on the rampage to fix the problem. I like it. And so he gave pre-approval letters to probably 20 customers who did not even close to qualify, right? And so what happened is he got behind on his work and he wasn't the most organized person on the planet. And so he got behind and some real estate agents had sent him some some potential leads and and they had sent him leads that other people had already said no to. You know, these were customers where someone else had already turned them down. And so he gets them and, and he doesn't work on them. And so then two or three days go by and the real estate agents are calling him complaining because he hasn't pre-approved or hasn't given them an answer yet on their customers. And so he decides the easiest thing to do would be without even looking at their credit, without even looking at their income, without doing anything to just give them all pre-approval letters to make the phone calls stop, right? So now, Rob, mm. I have all of these people running around with pre-approval letters that have no chance, zero chance of getting a mortgage, right? Oh, and th- wow. this was in 2010. Yeah, this was in ni- 2010? This was in 2010. So needless to say, a good number of these people got houses under contract. And then the file comes in, and it goes to the underwriting department, and it goes to the processing department, <laughs> and they're like, what was this guy thinking? What oh, happened no. here? Right? So the first thing I did was fire him very quickly. Mm-hmm. No explanation, no nothing. You're gone. I see what you did here. I see that you didn't even pull these people's credit. You didn't check anything. You didn't do any part of your job before you issued these pre-approval letters. So I fired him. And then I ended up refunding people a whole lot of money. Oh, I paid for hotel rooms. I refunded the appraisal money. I refunded some people's earnest money deposits because they could not get them back from the seller because of mm-hmm. the way their contracts were written. <clears throat> that little adventure probably cost me ten or $15,000. More importantly, the damage it did to my company's reputation with that group of people and that group of real estate agents, we are still recovering from oh, wow. six years later. There are still some agents out there who are perpetuating this based on something that happened six years ago. And I, I get it. I mean, I, I would like to think that as a professional in their industry, they would come down here and figure out all the things I've put in place to prevent mm-hmm. that from ever happening again. Uh, every other mortgage company still does it the same exact way. The difference is, and this is one of the downsides to my business model. The difference is, Rob, the average loan officer only gets to talk to two or three customers a month. Oh. So if he decides to screw things up, he's only screwing things up for two or three people. My guy got to screw things up for 20 people. He could have probably screwed up for 40 or 50 because, again, my loan officers talk to so many more people a month Mm -hmm. than the average loan officer. They can create way more damage in a short period of time. So I am an entrepreneur guy. I'm a pretty ingenuitive guy. And so I, I, I took my senior management team and we got in a room and I said, how do we make sure this never happens again? And how are we so stupid that we could even let this happen in the first place? And, and really, it was like, well, Robert, this is the way everybody does it. And it is true. That's right. still right now, if you call 10 mortgage companies, uh, the other nine still have the loan officer issuing the pre-approval letter in a Microsoft Word document with no oversight from the company. The company doesn't even know he's talking to you. They have no records of it. They have no way to access the file. This guy's sitting at home on his couch issuing you a pre-approval letter. That is one of the biggest, biggest broken things in our industry. So I got this big wake-up call six years ago, and I decided I would fix it. And so what, the first thing we did is we went in through and we deleted that stupid Microsoft Word document from everybody's computer, and we built the pre-approval into our mortgage software. So you Mm. could not just put someone's name on a pre-approval and give it to them. You had to generate it through our software. The next thing we did is we put all of these red flags and checks and balance in places so that you could not, you cannot physically print the pre-approval out of our system until a series of checks have been run behind the scenes in the software. Whoa. So one of the things is uh, our, our credit company, right? So they transmit the credit report to us directly into that software. So the software reads the credit report. And if it sees a bankruptcy, if it sees a foreclosure, if it sees a credit score that's too low, mm-hmm. uh, if it sees deferred student loans, if it sees, I'm trying to think what else all we flagged. At the time, we sat down and we figured out everything that a, a salesperson may make a mistake on and miss. Right. Because wow. what, what would happen is like they'll look at the credit report and page one looks great. And then there's salespeople. And I love you all if any of you are listening, but you are salespeople and you get a little distracted. You get you get shiny, bobbly, squirrel, you know, object syndrome or squirrel syndrome. Squirrel. Right. So they get distracted. <laughs> so they would look at the credit score, look at the first page of the credit report and they would issue the pre-approval. And they would miss the fact that on like page nine, 
was a foreclosure from like three years ago, oh which meant the person didn't qualify, but they missed it. So we had the software read the credit report. And so if the software saw any of these problems, it actually will lock down the system and the loan officer cannot issue the pre-approval until the file has been reviewed by the validation team. Wow. All right. So if the credit score is too low, bankruptcy, foreclosure, any of these, and it's, it's a lot more complex. I'm kind of giving the easy ones, but there's a lot of stuff it looks at. The next thing it does is it imports all of those liabilities into the file and checks them against your income. And if you don't have enough income to qualify for the house and all the debts, it locks down the system and will not let the loan officer issue the pre-approval. So the first thing we did was put all this automated stuff in place, right? And, and so then what happens in the validation team is they now dig in. And if you had that foreclosure, they're going to pull public records and see when the actual discharge date or when the foreclosure you know, filing date was, when the transfer date was. They're going to make sure there's not other foreclosures. They're doing all of these fraud checks and tools that most mortgage companies don't do until like three days before closing. Mm-hmm. We're now doing them before we'll even issue the pre-approval, right? Very this good. means my pre-approval is inherently that much stronger. So by using the technology, so that stops them down up front. Now, if, if they get through all those checks, mm-hmm. if the credit score is high enough, if there's no bankruptcies, there's no foreclosures, the income, everything looks like it's good, then the loan officer, the salesperson can go ahead and issue the pre-approval immediately without having to wait for the validation team mm-hmm. to give them the okay. However, the validation team will now behind the scenes over the next 24, 48, 72 hours, go back and review the file to make sure there's nothing wrong. Because I would rather give someone the bad news, they don't qualify two to three days after telling them they did, then two to, eight, two to three days before closing. Mm, right? yeah. And these Crazy. are systems that no other mortgage company has. Nobody else is doing it this way. They still will let their, their sales guys just, just issue pre-approvals with no oversight. And, and people make mistakes. Even if the sales guys were underwriters, they're not. But even if they were, they're still going to make the occasional mistake. So now I have two sets of eyes looking at every file, right? I have the, actually I have three if you count the system. So I've got the, the loan officer in his eyes. Then I've got the automated system running in the background in its eyes, and it doesn't miss anything, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it, computers don't miss the word foreclosure. They read every line, right? I mean, that, that's how they're programmed to work. And then I got the validation team. So I've got three sets of eyes on every pre-approval, and this is what makes the RP funding pre-approval the strongest in the industry. And this is why on FHA loans, which are the scariest ones for sellers, ours are accepted more than anybody else's in Orange and Seminole County. And, and, and we're expanding that to more and more counties as we continue to get the word out. As more and more sellers and more and more real estate agents realize all of these things we do that no one else does. So here's what I want you to do. If you are out there, maybe you've already got a pre-approval. Uh, maybe uh, you're a seller and you're about to accept, accept someone's offer uh, to buy your home and they have a pre-approval. I want you to call that lender and I want you to ask them to describe their pre-approval oversight process to you in just the manner that I have just done. And if all they say is, well, I pulled their credit. And I uh, typed into a Microsoft Word document that they were pre-approved. You may have a problem, all right? And, and so the downside to what we do is sometimes the borrowers get frustrated with us because they say, "Well, Robert, sure. you're asking me for pay stubs and W-2s and tax returns and bank statements and all this stuff just to give me the pre-approval letter." The other guy, he said he'd give me the pre-approval letter just after the phone call. He doesn't want anything from me. You know what's what's the difference? Well, how am I supposed to know that you truly qualify to purchase a home? If I don't look at your pay stubs, W-2s, bank statements, tax returns, and everything else. So would you like me to wait until a week before closing to review these documents? I mean, what's what's your ideal situation? I mean, uh-huh. that's what the other guy is going to do. He's going to give you the piece of paper today without a lot of hassle. And then you're going to go out and buy a house. And then right before closing, he's going to ask you for all this documentation. All the same stuff we're asking for right now today. The difference is, if so if something pops up today, we have time to deal with it. I can say, hey, you know what, Joe? Uh, so I, I've reviewed your tax returns now, and uh, you wrote off a lot of mileage last year. And unfortunately, per Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, and Ginnie Mae guidelines, uh, any lender you talk to is going to have to deduct that mileage deduction that you wrote off on your tax returns from your income. Because you're telling the IRS, in order to make the 60000 a year I made, I had to spend 5000 on mileage driving around on gas. I'm writing this off. So now your income is only $55,000 a year. And so I say, so Jim, you know where you could have bought that $200,000 house? Now I need you to go buy a $170,000 house. And that's okay because you don't have a $200,000 house under contract yet. The alternative alternative is you find out a week before closing when the lender processes your IRS 4506T form and gets your IRS tax transcript from the IRS and they get it back one week before closing. And they never asked you for your tax returns before that. They never ran the IRS check before that. And now a week before closing, they say, Jim! What did you do? You wrote off all this mileage. You don't qualify anymore. And now we can't go to the seller and say, well, seller, we know you want your house is worth 200000 
and you thought you were going to get 200000 but guess what? Jim only qualifies for 170000 now. You're done. It's over. And you've wasted your money on the appraisal. You've wasted your money on the inspection. You've wasted two months of your life getting ready to buy this house. And all of these things could have been avoided if we had just looked at your tax returns up front. And not just having the sales guy look at your tax returns. We're going to have a member of our underwriting department look at your tax returns. All right? That is the inherent difference. I had a buddy of mine that's going through us for a mortgage, and uh, he had a, a large deposit. He had borrowed money, uh, and he was going to use it for his down payment. And so my group questioned it, and they wanted all this documentation on the loan and where the deposit came from and all these answers. And he's like, Robert. He calls me. He's like, what's, he's like, what's up with you guys, man? He's like, I've talked to Quicken, and I've talked to these guys, and I've talked to this bank and that bank, and none of them asked me any of this stuff. Why are you guys making this so difficult? And I said, well, bro. Uh, this would have caused you to get denied a week before closing. Ooh. So any of those other guys, they would have told you you were good. You would have gone and put your offer out on the house. You would have gotten down to a week before closing, and then they would have realized that the terms under which you borrowed this money for down payment are not allowable by Fannie, Freddie, or Jenny, and they would have denied you, and you would have been stuck because they didn't ask the right questions up front. And that's what our whole validation team is about. That's what our whole validated pre-approval is about. I want to give you the strongest pre-approval possible so none of us waste our time. Because he, this guy has perfect credit. I mean, he has a like a 780 credit score. Good. Everything Great. about his situation is perfect, but the source of his down payment is not allowable. We only figured that out because we asked him for all the documentation up front. The other lender probably wouldn't have gotten that documentation until the last minute. So just because you have perfect credit, just because you pay all your bills on time, just because you make great money does not mean there isn't something hiding in your file that can cause you to be denied for that home loan. And here at RP Funding, we're going to find that out up front. We're going to find that out sooner than later. And mm-hmm. so if you would like an RP Funding pre-approval, all you got to do is pick up the phone and call us, 855-773-8634, 855-773-8634. It doesn't cost you a dime, all right? Even if you don't want to use us for your financing, still use us for the pre-approval. It's free. It doesn't cost you anything. Do yourself that favor. I don't mind. I'm a nice guy. I don't care. Maybe your brother-in-law's a mortgage guy. Maybe your Aunt Janie's a mortgage guy. Maybe your mother's a mortgage guy, a girl. I don't know. You know. So you're going to close with them. But if you want to make sure you're really, really, really pre-approved, come to us first. Mm-hmm. Come to us second. Let us give you that pre-approval letter. Stick it in with your offer. The seller's more likely to take your offer because of the brand and the power and the strength and everything we do on our pre-approval than they are to take the other guy's pre-approval. And then, too, if something does go wrong at the last minute, I'll close you in three or four days, right? I'll pick up the pieces Whoa. at the last minute. It's easier for me to do that if I pre-approved you on the front end. And you would be amazed how many lenders drop the ball on the 11th hour, and then we get the phone call, and we clean it up, mm-hmm. you know? Which amazes me because when we have less fees, well, no fees, which is less fees, and better rates, but people will still go through other people just because it's the friend or the whatever or the real estate agent recommended them or it just amazes me. And then that company screws up, and then we come at the last minute mm-hmm. and not only save the deal, but we save them money at the same time. It's almost like they, they were done a favor by the other lenders screwing it up because they were saved for themselves, and they come over here, and they don't have to pay lender fees, and they get a better rate, and they close on time, all because the other guy screwed up. Where had the other guy performed properly, they would have paid all these lender fees, they would have a higher rate for the next 30 years. Like It's, it's very entertaining to me that this still goes on but there are there's a lot of sweetheart deals out there between you know between loan officers and 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 real estate agents and there's some real estate agents who are just so stubborn they refuse to to consider the fact that we really don't charge fees and and that we really mm-hmm. do all the amazing things that I say we do they honestly believe I'm a liar or maybe they heard that 6 years ago I screwed up 15 pre-approvals and so they're going to crucify me for that for the rest of my life. I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. But, but it amazes me that there are still people that their real estate agent want to talk them out of doing business with RP funding because they just don't understand us. And it, 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 it drives me a little crazy, but it is what it is. So, folks, make sure that you have a validated pre-approval. And that way, when the real estate agent is sitting down with the seller and they're going through the eight or nine offers on that home, yours is going to go right to the top. No doubt about that. Well, so far during the show, I've introduced you to A State of Eyes and The Real Prospector, uh, two of the new services from Saving Thousands. And let's go back to kind of where it all began website-wise, and that is, of course, SavingThousands.com. That was one of the first extensions of the radio show, SavingThousands.com. By now, I'm hoping that you've been to the site many times, but we're always getting new listeners. So if you've never been to SavingThousands.com, I hope that you'll visit it soon. Maybe right now, if you're not driving, 
You can simply sit down at your computer and go savingthousands.com. Thousands has to be spelled out, okay? When you first get there, you'll notice a picture of Robert Palmer, and some of the articles are highlighted next to him. Also, if you look above that, at the very top of the homepage, you'll see some tabs. Boy, these tabs are really useful to you in your journey to become an empowered consumer, a financial ninja, so to speak, because you'll see a tab for the rules. That would be your portal to the saving thousands rules to success that you hear us talking about on the show all the time. There's 15 rules. Make sure that you go to that page and you copy those rules and put them into effect in your own financial life. Next to that at the top of the homepage is radio shows. That's right. You can click on that and you can listen to all of our radio shows on demand by topic. All right, let's move farther to the right. Station listings. That, of course, is a listing and a map of all the radio stations that are carrying this very show that we're doing right now, Saving Thousands with Robert Palmer. Well, Robert, I'm really bothered, and I know you are too, that there are people listening to this show right now that are sitting on money they didn't know they had. They don't think their home has recovered from the financial bust of the 2008 and 9. Well, I want them to call us. I want them to just pick up the phone and call 855-773-8634, 855-773-8634, or the Home Value Hotline at 866-222-8231 and find out that they probably do have equity. That's exactly what I want them to do. You know, yeah. if if you think your home might be underwater, call oh. us and let us call us and let us take a look at it, right? Call the mortgage company. Let us take a look at it. We've got some resources we can use. Yeah. We've got some experts we can tap into. We can absolutely help you. See, don't don't be afraid, right? You may be sitting there saying, well, I, I don't think I have good enough credit to refinance with RP funding. Uh, I don't think I have enough home equity to refinance with RP funding. I don't I don't think this. I don't think that. I'm not good enough. I, I don't deserve to save this money. I don't deserve to not pay closing costs. Oh. I, I don't, I don't, I don't. You do. Yeah. And I want you to right now. So just pick up the phone and give us a call. We can talk you through your home value. We can talk you through mm -hmm. potential ways to save. We can talk you through problems on your credit or problems that you thought were problems that aren't really problems. And it's all one simple, toll-free, no obligation phone call away. 855-773-8634. That's 855-773-8634. Rob, give them the phone number a couple times. They, they, We really do get more calls when you say it than when I say it for whatever reason. I don't understand, but I want people to call that number. Our people will walk you through the whole process. They'll answer every one of your questions. And again, with no obligation, just have the conversation. 855-773-8634-855-773-8634. And as they taught me at announcer school, say at one time real slow, 855, that's toll free, 773-8634, RP funding, one of the Robert Palmer family of companies. Got to be a great, great day when you find out you can refinance, Robert. Yeah, so Rob, you you know you work for one of the other companies in the Robert Palmer you know company's family. You work for the the Saving Thousands Radio Network, mm -hmm. but you know your office where you sit is is kind of attached to the lobby at RP Funding. You know, so while you don't work for RP Funding, you see a lot of people coming and going. Well, share a couple stories. I mean, kind of share what you see. You know, you you talk to people in the elevator in the lobby. You know, you're one of those guys. Rob Rob talks to everybody. Uh, so if Rob sees you, Rob's going to talk to you. <laughs> uh, and so be because his office, his Saving Thousands offices, radio network offices are right next to RP funding, there's a lot of interaction with our customers. You know, what, what do you hear from people that have taken advantage of the no closing cost refund? I, I know there's some people that are skeptical, but then it happens. I mean, share some of the stories you see uh, being located right there next to RP funding. The great thing, like you say, is I have an all glass office. So I get to see the people when they first come off the elevator. That's the way I face. And I see sometimes a little trepidation in their step when they first time, first time I ever see them. Then they come in here and they go to the reception desk. They're treated so nicely. That's where customer care really begins is at that desk, whether it's by phone or in person. So I see them immediately kind of come of ease. There's water, there's coffee, and there's going to be somebody come out that is a licensed mortgage professional who has made it through Robert's very, very stringent screening of customer service first. Let's bring this down to the tabletop level. Let's not talk down to people. Let's not be pejorative to people. Let's look and talk about the situation. And I watched this entire process because not only can I see out the window when they're coming in from the elevator, I see them in, in the lobby. And then I see them as they're escorted back to one of the private rooms where they have, you know, very comfort situation where they can talk to the loan officer. When I see them come out, 
I see a very relaxed, very relaxed couple, Robert. And usually they're engaged in very friendly, smiling, animated conversation with the loan officer who then walks them to the elevator. They may come back a time or two with some documents and they'll wave at me because now I'm a familiar face. And then, you know, they pretty well get to know everybody. But the really cool thing is, Robert, at the very end, and your office doesn't face this, and I, I wish I could just take my camera out every time, is watching the people when they come in for the closing or they come in to pick up their final papers. People are hugging their loan officer. When was the last time, ladies and gentlemen, in this, in this world that you've seen somebody walk into a financial institution, smile, become a friend, and then hug somebody on the way out. And one of the other things that I have to bring up, Robert, I don't want to take up much of your time, but the other thing I see is people bring their kids with them. They bring their little kids. So we're sharing the experience with youngsters who are watching mom and dad. And the greatest thing I saw the other day was a family. They walked out and they were getting the money to buy a vacation home. They were actually getting a cash out and using those funds to get another property. And this is something they were going to use near the, the coast. I'm following these people off the elevator. They get outside the door, Robert. And if this isn't the American dream, I don't know what is. The little girl looks up at her mother and said, did we get the house? And her parents high-fived each other. They high-fived each other in a public building and then hugged each other. Now, when that can happen in an experience, is that not worth a phone call? At 855-773-8634, 855-773-8634, Since I graduated from college in 1975, I've been associated with a lot of businesses, but I've never been associated with one that I see so much happiness during the transaction, especially Robert Palmer, a financial transaction, which is usually, oh, it's a little scary, but not here. Yeah, and again, Rob, I love when people come in, and we're happy to do the whole transaction over the phone with you. You know, if you're near enough to our, our Maitland headquarters, we'd love for you to come into the office. Uh, if not, we can do the whole thing over the phone. We're, we're happy to do this on, on the customer's terms. I want to make refinancing as easy as possible. That's why we've reduced the barrier of the closing costs by me paying them all. Uh, we're happy to do it on your terms. We've got electronic signing on the internet. We can do it in person, by the phone, whatever. But I, I love those stories. I, I love when people do come in. And, and I, I still meet customers that, that, you know, after the closing, like, I, I just didn't believe it. I still thought the closing costs were going to show up somewhere. And, and it was really true. My balance stayed the same and the rate went down or the term went down or we got the cash we needed and there really weren't any closing costs. You were telling the truth. And I'm like, well, if you didn't think I was telling the truth, why'd you call us? You know, why did you go through all this? And, and, you know, and I think, you know, deep down, I understand that it, it sounds too good to be true. The industry has brainwashed people to believe that there can be no good deals, you know, to believe that that closing costs are this big, unsurmounting you know, problem that, that the customer has to deal with. And uh, and I get that. I was brainwashed the same way for a lot of years because when I didn't own the company, right, when, when I was just a loan officer or when I was just a senior vice president of a lender, when I worked for someone else, or I worked for a lender that had a board of directors and shareholders, or was a public company, or was owned by a big bank, and they have these crazy profit expectations they have to hit. I mean, look, look at Apple, the most popular company in the world. Look at the profit expectations that are put on them. You know, and their stock is, is will drop just because they they don't make enough crazy amount of profit. <laughs> and so, having always worked in one of those type of mortgage companies, I understand the brainwash. And I understand the misconception that makes this sound too good to be true. But now that it's my company and I own this company and, and we are a very large lender, we have all the authority, we securitize our own loans. It has taken me 15 years to get to this point in my career where I could own a company with all of the authority to make decisions and not be a broker and not be a correspondent, but to be a true lender with full decision-making authority to actually service the loans on the back end and keep them and collect your payments every month for 30 years. All of that took a lot of hard work on my part to get there. But now that I'm there, I see the amazing things we can do. And I see by cutting out the fat and cutting out the greed and running a company that, that focuses on volume and customer satisfaction and customer service, as opposed to making as much money on any one customer, acting like a vampire and trying to suck every little bit of blood out of each customer who calls us. That's how most companies work, not us. I've been able to break the mold, break the model. I'm wildly successful for doing it. You get to save money. It's really a win-win-win. And all you got to do is pick up the phone and give us a call. You can be a part of this. You can refinance with no closing costs. I'm going to pay them off for you. I want you to refinance. 
I want you to pay less interest. I want you to move your mortgage. I'm going to bribe you to move your mortgage from your current lender over to us, over to RP funding by refinancing with us today. That bribe comes in the form of me paying all your closing costs, right? And I do that out of my profit. I make less profit because I paid all your closing costs. I make less revenue because I paid all your closing costs. It's that simple, but it's a, it's a sacrifice I'm willing to make. It's a trade-off that I believe works and I am proving works. Every single day I'm proving it works by our success. And you can call right now and refinance a home loan with no closing costs at RP Funding, 855-773-8634. That's 855-773-8634, 855-773-8634, or go to rpfunding.com, save big, no closing costs, refinance your home loan. We're here to help. We're here to help guide you through it every step. We're here to help, help you make those right decisions. Should you shorten the term? Should you take the longer term? Should you take cash out? Did you go to that fixed rate, 20-year fixed, 30-year fixed, 15-year fixed? What should you do? What's going to be best for your financial situation? We are held here to help you make those, those, those decisions, and we're here to pay all the closing costs for you so that you can refinance without the downside, all upside, no downside, no closing costs, 855-773-8634. That's the phone number, 855-773-8634. I've told you how we do it. I've told you why we do it. The only thing left is for you to call and be a part of it and get a free quote, get a free mortgage quote, get a free mortgage analysis, let one of my loan officers who Rob sees hugging people in the lobby every single day uh, walk you through this and help you make what is probably going to be the best financial decision of your life, and that's refinancing with RP funding with no closing costs at 855-773-8634. Save three, four, five thousand dollars $5,000 because I'm going to pay the closing costs that are not mine. I'm gonna pay all the third-party closing costs for you out of my money. I'm not going to charge you lender fees because I never do. It's how I'm revolutionizing mortgage refinancing one customer at a time. 855-773-8634, 855-773-8634. Thank you, Robert. And we're nearing the end of yet another hour on the radio. Been a fun hour, hasn't it? And if you want to hear this program again, you'll see it highlighted in the next couple of days on savingthousands.com. Here's something for you, directly for you. All the topics that we cover right here, on the Saving Thousands radio show are ones that Robert wants to make sure you know about so you can be empowered. But a lot of the shows topically are from your direct communication when you ask RP. That's right. So if you go to the savingthousands.com, go to the top of the homepage, and you will see a tab there for Ask RP. What does that mean? Well, that means that when you click on that, you are going to be sent directly to a form and with all confidence, you can fill out that form and say, Robert, I wish you would tell me how I can calculate just exactly what my home is worth. Or Robert, I hope you could tell me about how much money I need to be putting back to put down on a home loan. Or maybe it's, Robert, I don't understand Freddie, Fannie Mae, Jenny Mae, USDA loans. Where does this all come into the home buying process? These are all questions that you could ask and any question you've got on your mind in all confidence, just go to Ask Robert or Ask RP on the Saving Thousand site and we'll give you an answer immediately. Plus, we may use that topic on a future show. Robert, thank you so much for all the time you spent on the show today. Thank you for what you do to help people get into homes easier and faster on time closings. I'm Rob Newton. Thank you all for Saving Thousands with Robert Palmer. 